Welcome to the Athens First UMC Sermons Podcast. I'm Sarah Lawing, Director of Online Productions. We hope you'll enjoy this weekly resource. It is good to be with you on this day that the Lord has made. During this pandemic, I find myself checking my calendar often because I'm not entirely sure what day it is. But one thing I do know, this is the day the Lord has made. I rejoice and I'm glad in it. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14. Ordinarily, the story starts at verse 13. But as I read this scripture, I was drawn to verse 18. And so that's where this reading begins. Hear the word of God on this blessed day. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. And those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, for time. Time that we get to spend with you. We welcome your spirit now to lead us as we worship. Let your word shine a light on our path and coax us to move forward, bringing every little thing we have and offering it to you. Little is always much in your hands. Come, Lord, and bless us with your presence, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God is a creative genius. I did some calculations just trying to think through what it would cost to feed 5,000 people. And so I thought, all right, let's have a full meal. Say that's $25 a person. If you add all that up, that's a $125,000 price tag. Hmm, okay. Maybe we should order pizza. Say we get a 16-inch pizza that's about $12 a pizza. Only give two slices per person, so you can feed five people per pizza. That adds up to $12,000, not to mention how many calories there are. I just notice in this story that God is a creative genius and pays attention to nutrition. God's catering seems to involve taking potluck and turning it into a magnificent, healthy feast. You see, God works with who we are and what we bring. He takes a little bit of something and makes it into much, much more. Think about creation. God spoke into the darkness and light was born. Land, water, planets and stars, all kinds of creatures, 
and human beings. We have beautiful kneeling cushions. They're needle-pointed by saints in our church. And on one of the pillows, they're engaging pictures of God creating. God made this world, and it is beautiful. And we give Him glory for it. Because God made something out of nothing. How amazing. You can notice the tiniest feathers on the wing of a butterfly. Or you might pause now and simply listen to your own heartbeat if you want to notice God's miracles all around you. He has made a little bit of something into much, much more. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 13, Jesus has left town by himself, gone away to a deserted place. Over 5,000 people have followed him because they're desperate for more of his teaching. They long for his healing touch. Jesus had compassion on them, and he began immediately to serve them. Well, pretty soon it was dinner time. And the disciples figured the workday was done. They were ready to punch the clock. But Jesus wasn't finished yet. Maybe that's the reason this miracle is retold in all four Gospels. Just when you think it's over, Jesus is just getting started. We think it's time to pack it in for the night and go our separate ways. That seems to be when Jesus brings everyone closer to himself and closer to one another. In this event, he challenges the disciples to feed the crowd. And this is their response. Uh, We only have five loaves and two fish. You can feel their tension in the story. You know what Jesus says? Bring them here to me. you remember potluck dinners? It's a dinner where everyone brings a dish to share. We had potluck meals a lot when I was growing up, and it was always a big deal because back then there weren't a lot of pre-made dishes available at the grocery store. So everyone began to compete a little, and they would bring their best recipe. I was always amazed to see that table groaning with food. This Bible story is a potluck too, in a way. And I can't stop thinking about how creative God is, taking such humble fare and then hosting a massive feast out in the middle of nowhere. It just makes me realize how much God brings to the table. When I was in my 20s, I had a job interview, and they asked me that question that they sometimes ask. So, Martha, what is it that you bring to the table? Interviewers need to know how you'll fit in with their team and what gifts you have that might add value. Even if they don't ask what is it you're going to bring to the table, they'll likely ask some version of it. For example, out of all the candidates, why should we hire you? Or what can we expect in your first three months at our company? What do you bring to the table is a pressing question 
for anyone. And it occurs to me that every one of us would answer that differently. Jesus interviewed people all the time. He was always asking them questions. One scholar counted up that Jesus asks 307 questions in the Gospels. Things like, why do you call me good? What do you want me to do for you? Do you want to get well? Who do you say that I am? He knows the answers. But that's not what Jesus is after. Jesus wants to meet each person at the deepest possible level. You know that place where you stop making excuses. You don't try to dodge anything. Where we tell him everything. Unload what we're carrying and welcome his grace. Jesus is profoundly interested in us. And his call to the table is not just an invitation to eat. It's an invitation to surrender. As a child, I read this story. And it was the food that got my attention. I was impressed by the miracle of multiplication. I still am. But in my older age, through my pandemic lenses, I see this story as less about fish and bread and more about handing every single thing over to Jesus. There's enormous pressure in the world today. And we struggle with what day it is, let alone how to handle the change that is coming at us at light speed. It's a lot for us to sort out. We hardly know what to bring to the table. Two men were settling in their chairs for a business meeting when one said to the other, you bring a lot to the table, Johnson, most notably Krispy Kremes. You may think right now, during all this mess in our world, I got nothing. But you know, I look through the resumes of God's people. Adam and Eve got fired from their first job. Moses refused to give speeches. Jonah ran away. Gideon wouldn't stop putting a fleece out to make sure God was on his side. Hannah brought an empty womb. Ruth brought her mother-in-law. The disciples quit their jobs, so they had nothing to bring. But here's what's incredible about God. Our resumes are not what He's after. They could be glowing, practically empty, or downright scary. Jesus' invitation extends to everyone in every condition, in every corner of the world. Bring who you are. Bring what you have and let Jesus do the rest. If you're looking to become a new creation, God with us isn't a metaphor and doesn't mean only in the sanctuary. God sits in the waiting room, watches the chemo drip, holds the grieving hand, 
sees the baby growing, knows what's in your wallet, knows what you're thinking, knows what's going on in your heart, and has compassion for every situation. God is able to be at your table and mine. What I hear in this Bible story that meets our maddening circumstances right now is Jesus saying, bring them here to me. Dwelling on this story in the most challenging year in my memory, I am astounded by God's creative genius. Look at how many different people were gathered in that crowd. See what little they brought him and look what he did with it. Jesus doesn't ask any questions in this story. He does offer a challenge. You feed them. And he gives direction. Bring them here to me. He encourages us to grow as disciples, to participate in kingdom work, and to bring everything to Him. So bring what patience you have left in your handful of hope. Bring that spark of love and that glimmer of compassion. Bring Him your mustard seed faith and your bruised heart. In His hands, it becomes something all can benefit from. Bring who you are. Bring what you have. And let Jesus do the rest. He lifts it to heaven. Blesses it. Breaks it. So it can be shared. You and I, and every believer in the world, we're the miracle because we become nourishment for one another. This altar table will have bread and cup on it next week as we gather to celebrate World Communion Sunday. Christians all over the globe will bless and break bread and lift the cup sharing it in different ways. We will join in a sacred meal that God has planned and prepared for us. And God knows it isn't the way we prefer. It's new. It's different. To get your own grape juice, choose your own bread, and set up your own table. So let's take this week and get ready. Center your hearts on God's goodness and provision. Mark your calendars for the worship service, which we will live stream at 11 o'clock on Sunday, October 4th. And be in prayer for the world as we come to the table. We'll bring who we are, what we have, and let Jesus do the rest. One day this pandemic will be over. We will have learned a great deal, and I hope we will have unlearned some things as well. 
I know one fact that helps me. God is a creative genius. He always brings his best to the table. I hope we will too. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are amazing and creative. Your math isn't about problems. It's all about potential. Help us place our hope and faith and love into your hands. You are trustworthy and you are good. We want to be your faithful disciples, surrendering our hearts, bringing what we have to you and letting your creative spirit loose in our lives. Take us into the days ahead and prepare us to come to the table. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let God the creative genius loose in your life. Bring who you are, bring what you have, and let him do the rest. I hope you have a blessed and wonderful week. Thanks for listening. To listen to more sermons, read past devotions, or look up opportunities on how to connect, visit us at AthensFirstUMC.org. Stay in touch with us throughout the week by following us on Instagram or Facebook at Athens First UMC. Oh Lord, I'm